0: Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota. It's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly.
1: Stressed that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro.
2: Where's Bob? Bob! <laughs> if you call me Bobo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm
3: sorry. I will try to be quiet. She
2: sounds like a fucking She's going like, right? to like have to whisper. She, she does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you,
3: Ryan. <laughs> I
1: smell real loud actually
2: right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts.
1: Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. Oh,
4: wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh my gosh, now I'm stressed out. It's <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly.
1: I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've
4: got dead air. Oh, my
1: God, I can't cook. I,
2: I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and burning dinner. Book, no. You burnt
1: dinner. And I I'm did. Like, wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter Butte. See, I uh. did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Then why were you doing Bob? I'm
4: just there? so sorry Be the wrong woman. Wake up and smell the st- <laughs> st- <laughs> Oh, Bob. Hey, everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry that was season 2A, Bob.
1: Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it Oatmo.
4: Wake up and I smell the a... Oatmo. Oh, smell the Oatmo.
1: Think... Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody.
2: Wake up and smell the bacon
4: and eggs, Boobwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear.
1: Aw, oh, not in the poltergeist kind of way.
4: No, not in the poltergeist <laughs> kind of we all watched Jen finally die.
1: Y'all called me and it was fantastic. But so Jen, what are, are you doing? I had a splinter in my face and I
3: was looking for my
4: tweezers. <laughs> Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we, oh, wait, you guys actually got quiet. I was expecting you to actually get quiet.
5: <laughs> Bob, what?
4: It. Bob's getting very grumpy. I'm not grumpy at all. I am drinking. Oh,
1: I wish that I was. This would be a fun party. Do wow.
4: we get vanilla ice cream? I do.
3: Not I- even a topping?
4: God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got, I got
3: three. I got one. I got a
1: rock.
4: I can confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy. They
3: <laughs> <I, I laughs> start <laughs> with N? <Yeah>. good <laughs> letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes.
4: Is an article of clothing something that you can? wear on your body yes then i say a condom
2: i say if bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes
4: about his business <laughs> <here>. challenge accepted
5: <laughs>
3: racist says nope sorry bob right.
4: that you'd have my back
3: doesn't have the print It's fracking cold here. I feel as though
1: maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now how
3: do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always
2: been a little picky, has she not?
5: Oh, Bob's slowing down. He's slowing down
4: have everyone watching it at <laughs> the
5: exact same time. It's a <laughs> ginormous file. This is awesome.
2: It's <laughs> like Blu-ray quality. <clothing>. It's <laughs> it like one-tenth speed, bothering his buns. <laughs> this is exceptional.
4: You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older.
1: People had no interest in being my friend. <laughs> really? I you my can owl. see out of his one good eye, he might make it.
3: Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the mech thing that... <laughs> Um, right. of a <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> hilarious.
3: It's harder to say than mayor. That's All. looking funny. <laughs> That's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out.
2: Uh, we'll get working on that right after the gangbang. <laughs> C-O-M-E-J.
4: Bob <laughs> <laughs> oh, is a poop
5: man. Oh, oh, oh I did the
4: episode.
5: I want to go live.
4: And with that, let's start this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. Wake up and smell the coffee grounds that have been sitting out since uh february <laughs> this is one of you weekly. the morning and not really morning show a part of the Pottervick weekly family of podcasts i'm your host bob and i am sitting here at the table with awesome with some of my dearest and closest friends i haven't seen in far too long hmm. starting with my none other than ryan ryan how you doing today
2: you broke up there so i don't know what i am to you you said he's my in it i'm trying to fill the blanks in my head i have some theories
1: you know, it's used yeah. one true biffle.
2: I want to hear it from Bob.
4: I said biffle.
2: Oh, I hear it. Well, that's the thing. I'm getting every third word you're saying
4: And Biffle was the word that wasn't included. All right. Hi, Bob. I, hi, Ryan. How's it going? Very good. I was
2: afraid you were going to introduce this as, like, Point of View Monthly because I have to tell you, I'm not buying that domain name. So if you're listening to this and you want it, go get it. I
4: don't give a shit. <laughs> I am going to say Point of View Anyway. Okay. But... All right. But anyways, speaking of people who can deal with Ryan, the only, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Daniel. It's okay. That's good. We come back for whatever season number we're going to call it at this point. I will come up with an introduction, <laughs> but it's the ever lovely Daniel. Daniel, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good, Bob. It's okay. It's completely accurate. <laughs> deal with
1: Ryan.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm so mad about well, my so family. family. Yeah. You know. I'm so bad. What? About Modern Family.
1: Oh, stop. That. We caught up on Modern Family, so just just stop. There I a... watched one episode of Modern Family without Ryan, and um, he's why, still mad at me. Why did
2: you watch an episode without me?
1: Because I was mad at
2: you. Why were you mad at
1: me? Because you <laughs> fell asleep while I had to, you know, clean up the kitchen, yep. make Ella's lunch. You know, so all your all that anger
2: stuff. at me was for falling asleep. Yeah. Okay.
1: Then I watched it in front of you while you were sleeping. It's not my fault you didn't um, wake up.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just think that was rather... <laughs> I, I think that was rather bitchy. Bob, who's next? <laughs>
3: How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, thanks,
2: Bob. Good to, Good to hear. Scott's in Canada somewhere, and he's waiting for a bus. Scott's
4: his way, he is on a bus somewhere in the land of Canada named Maple Syrup and A's. So he'll be joining us later. But in the meantime, you Maple are all Maple Syrup
3: stuff. and A's.
2: A's.
4: Do you A's. guys, anytime
2: you hear a story about Canada or think about Canada or Canada's reference, do you picture Scott in your head? Like,
1: I don't, but well, maybe I should. Like, when
2: I hear Canada, I just get this image in my head of Hufflepuff Jesus. I just picture Scott. Hmm. It's what I do. So, yesterday, someone shared a, um, an article with me, which I shared on Facebook, which referenced the uh, children's series Caillou. And it's a Caillou is ruining America's children, and it's all Canada's fault. Why? Is
1: that a Canadian show? It's a
2: Canadian show. So, Caillou, if you've never seen it, he's this whiny little kid. In every episode, it's him whining about something. Like, in one episode, he accidentally trips his best friend, so his best friend, uh, you know, breaks his leg and has to go to the hospital. And the whole episode is about why Caillou is mad now, because Caillou has no one to play with. And Danielle just turned my sound off. So now I don't know what anybody <laughs> said. No,
1: I couldn't hear anything. So Danielle just
2: reaches over and just slashes my tires. Sorry. So that was the episode with... Ca- so, he's just a little bastard. So, they put this article out saying Caillou, you know, is destroying American children. You know, Canada is responsible. And all I can picture is Scott.
1: Hmm.
2: Like, Scott has destroyed America's children. You know,
1: I wonder if that's, like, Canada's attempt at, like, Charlie Brown because they're both, like, bald. And I guess they technically complain a lot, but Charlie Brown is lovable.
2: Well, he's clinically depressed. But he's lovable. is just a bastard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. But I just have this image in my head of Scott trying to,
4: like...
3: Well, blame Canada.
4: Blame Canada. But blame, blame Canada. Scott. Blame Canada.
3: course, <laughs> Scott. He's not here to defend. <laughs> he's the
4: nicest guy in the world. And, you know. I, I just want to say, you guys don't know this, but um half of my mods for my channel are all Canadian. Mm-hmm. And they constantly torment me. <laughs> like, like, all the time. So now when I think of Canada, I think of, annoying 20-year-old women confess me about why I don't have free healthcare.
5: <laughs> well, so, you know, that's a
4: thing Yeah. I should think more of Canadian Jesus. Yeah, you well, should.
1: Hufflepuff, Je- Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff, Canadian
2: Jesus. Canadian Jesus, Jesus is, like, is a whole
4: different thing. That's a whole different thing. <laughs>
2: Oh, and, this is and like a good
3: title for this. When, when, Sue, when
2: Sue reached out to me for the planning of this episode, she said, what should we do for the podcast? And I said, why don't we just talk about Trump and see how long it takes Bob to leave? Like, that could be, like, a fun thing, because Bob doesn't like him when we get mired down. And
4: like, the... is, is when, when Sue messaged me, yes. she says, it sounds like Brian wants to talk about Trump. I'm like... Well, then I'm going to pass Kevin.
2: Because what happened was I said to Sue, we yeah. should talk about Trump. And then my, my follow-up, just to mess with Bob, I forgot to hit send. And, like, hours went by. So Sue thought that was the actual game plan. But what I'd like to do is just every episode, I just want to repeat something that Donald Trump has said in the last week. Why? Just, just something. So Um, in response... They have
3: just become, wait, wait, don't tell me? Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
2: so in regards to Canada, Trump has slapped, because he's pissed at Mexico, he decided to forget what he was doing, and he slapped tariffs on Canadian lumber, and it's apparently going to impact, you know, the housing market, because new home sales, or new home construction will be more expensive, and all this different stuff, and they'll slap counter tariffs, and you know, no more syrup for everybody, basically.
3: Does that mean there are going to be less ho- homes built here?
2: Well, they'll be more expensive because Canada's a giant forest. And... I don't
3: want any more neighbors. You can, you don't have to. All right.
2: So, so, all great. right. So Sue's, Sue's pro Trump. So there we go. So uh, clearly she's not because her mother would have kicked her up. I know, but mm-hmm. so <laughs> Donald Trump's response to that is we're going to do lumber now. Hmm. They've they cut down all our trees. We like can. we're going to do lumber. I don't know. That means the President of the United States. We're going to do lumber now. Lumber's a verb. Lumber. We're going to
4: lumber. So that's all it's I have It's
1: okay. Yeah. Let's talk about something other than Trump. Anything else I get Trump. too pissed Anything off. Anything else
4: but trouble. All right. Let's yeah. so. get upset, and then this is not much fun. Yes, Sue, what's up?
3: What is today, Bob?
4: You better know, man.
2: Today?
3: Remember I said in the intro, work this in?
2: Bob, where were you 19 years ago? Nineteen
3: years ago today.
2: Today was the battle of the Battle of Hogwarts. You can still, if you if you're very quiet, you can hear in the background. Not my (laughs) dog.
1: That's still the best. That's still the best thing she's
2: written, I think. Do you remember when I first read that?
1: Yeah, you were in New York.
2: Yeah, you. If you remember, it's on like you turn the page and it's. Yeah,
1: you were like a page or two ahead of me. And
2: she kept getting mad because she thought that Harry died or something. I no. Page and, oh, my diary, bitch.
1: Good stuff, that, man.
2: That was good stuff. I was, um...
1: There was, like, a point in my life when I was, like, I cannot, I cannot imagine, like, not reading Harry Potter every year. Because I just would reread Harry Potter every year, pretty much. Like, waiting for new books to come out. Um, but now it's
2: just, it's, like...
1: I feel so removed from Harry Potter now. Not in a bad way, I but it's just I don't movie. have time to reread and.
2: Well, I was you talking know. to our Melinda earlier today. However,
1: oh oh, yeah, go wait, wait wait wait, we go. finally saw Fantastic go. Beast. Yay! I
5: was going to bring that up. And oh my, oh my god, god, god it was so
1: good! I loved it. Do you know? I what? didn't think I was going to. What?
4: What? I need an update. What? I need an update, folks. What? But fuck Warner Brothers.
1: Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Because, because of
4: Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. But but now I have something new oh to add. Oh, God. Fuck Warner Brothers oh God. for Jude Law.
1: Why? <laughs> I actually think he might be good. Jude I Law is no. good. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm more open. I to was the more idea. upset about Johnny Depp, to be honest, because I didn't really like him. I was open to him at first, but then when I saw it, I could see why you didn't like him at all. But I, kinda
4: I li- spent like half but I kind of like But I kind of like Jude Law. Going I, far, I, I don't know. That's why. Can I ask you guys? A I question? do
1: like Jude Law a lot, so we'll see. I but you? I thought Eddie Redmayne was amazing.
4: Oh, he's a great! He's
1: great. Oh, he love was love
3: amazing.
2: Yeah, I wanted to say. Did one, you just what?
3: call him Snape?
2: What? What? What?
3: It sounded like you said he was a great snape instead of newt. And wow. so I was just clarifying. No, I
2: don't think so. I don't think so. No, I
3: don't think
1: anybody said okay. that.
2: Calm down, lady. <laughs> so, um, here, here's my question. Now, Danielle and I are a little behind on things. Mm. Like, I have a coworker at work who every time I jump up and I'm like, Oh my God, did you read this article? And it's something that happened yesterday. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not on the, on the, on the front edge of things anymore. So. I'm a season, half a season behind on Doctor Who. If there's been a Christmas special, I haven't seen it. I know they're, they're, It's the it's the twelfth Doctor's final season coming up. Mm-hmm. Why are and we then, talking about Doctor Who? Well, because th- there's uh, there's a rumor oh, I read. There's a uh-huh. rumor I read that they've are there's they're doing the whole like the betting on who the thirteenth Doctor will be. Mm-hmm.
5: And oh, yeah. there's Eddie?
2: one guy so far ahead that they're, clo- they're They won't even take bets on him. What's the actor's name?
1: I don't know the guy's name. Eddie
2: Redmayne? Is, is that the guy from Love Actually? No,
1: Eddie Redmayne and is Green? Newt's commander.
2: He's not, he's at the front, is he the front runner for I the... I have doc? no idea! No! I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Okay, you've seen I Love Actually, good. right? Have you seen Love Actually, Sue? What? Sue, have you seen Love Actually? No. Nope. Oh my god. I Bob, know. please tell me you've seen Love Actually. I haven't. Someone look this up. It's the guy from oh Love god. Actually who went the to one America because he has a big knob. That guy from Love Actually. Who sleeps with Kim Bauer from 24 is apparently the front runner to be the 13th Doctor. That was what I just heard. And apparently, England is ablaze. I'm going to guess
3: it's not Bill Knightley.
2: No. It's it's the guy who Colin goes to America because he wants to sleep with women who like uh, British accents. I,
3: you're not helping me because I don't know who any Well, you, these you haven't seen are. the movie. Colin that would be Liam helpful. Nelson.
2: No. Excuse me. Chris
3: Marshall. No. Martin Freeman. No. No um hugh grant frank maury martin mccutcheon who's martin tim hatwell click on martin big blue
2: no who's the guy it's the guy big knob love actually it's um colin Frissell. chris marshall is it Chris
5: Marshall?
1: Everyone keeps saying it's a done deal, that boring Chris Marshall has got the Doctor Who gig, but we're not so sure. There's been plenty of money from Michaela Cole, so I guess there's a woman in the running. Um,
2: I feel like, not knowing how the season ends, I feel like they just need to yeah. like, go back to basics with that show, because Moffat got it so...
1: Some are even betting on Tilda Swinton. Was, I don't know, I don't like season. her. Um, I don't know, so let's see. All right, It'll now... Well, we shall see. I want,
2: I want Danielle to get to talk about Fantastic Beasts. What I'll just say Thank is, you. every time Danielle and I go to watch a movie, this is what happens. She sits down, she wraps herself in a blanket, she yawns three times, which is the eight-minute-to-falling-asleep mark, and she says, okay, oh. put the movie on. And
1: you I know said, who... Sorry, yeah. Bob will know who... Well, we should all know who this is. Um, someone taking the front-runner, uh, they said now, has the best odds, is Natalie Dormer. Ooh. To be the new doctor.
4: Who's now between? to be the new doctor?
1: Yep, to be the new doctor.
4: Who's? I don't 20. know.
1: Um, she has since emerged as a front runner in the race for control of the TARDIS, with odds currently at six to one. She is a strong bet.
2: Who is
4: she? Nicole. She is an actress. She's most known for her performance as. Uh, she was on Game of, Game of Thrones. And she was
1: and on. She um, was, she
4: she was, was s- the queen. At, well, of the queen at some point. I don't know if you ever plan on watching. But you guys probably don't, but she yeah. was. At the season finale, she was blown to bits with uh, Wildfire, along with most of, like, half the cast. So you're saying she's free to do Doctor Who? Yes. Doctor well, yes. free. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happens on... Surprisingly enough, when you get blown up on a show, uh, it opens up your schedule.
2: Well, that's what happened, because um, Jason Isaacs and um, is going to be on, the new captain on Star Trek. But the main character mm-hmm. is going to be the first officer of, of the new starship. And they had announced that she was going to be uh, What's-Her-Face from um, The Walking Dead. Um, Sasha from The Walking mm-hmm. Dead, I can't think of the actress's name, was cast in this role. So they're like, okay, well, clearly then Sasha must die because she must go and film Star Trek. And they were trying to be like, oh, no, you know, Wolf, she was on weekends. Because clearly they, <laughs> they couldn't announce that she was going to die. And now she died. Yeah, they're like, hey, look, she's going to be on Star Trek. So,
4: well, nice I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, have, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I haven't watched, like, any of this season of The Walking Dead.
2: I said I wasn't going to last year, and everyone's like, oh, you'll watch. I'm like, no, no, I won't. I'm really angry. I
4: I always tell myself, like, I usually watch with a group of friends from church, and uh, we just never got around to doing it, and nobody's watched it. It's just like, I don't know. I I think there comes a point where The Walking Dead, the whole zombie storyline you can't do much after a while. It's mm-hmm. literally the same thing over. Right. Mm-hmm. Over.
2: We're like, because uh, we're, cause we're just off our game. But like, I used to tape all of these shows knowing I would watch them someday. And I'm now looking at my actuarial tables. I'm like, I don't actually have time to watch all the shows I've taped. So, like, I'm cutting back. Like, I'll, I'm will i taping Major Crimes. I watch Veep um, and a few different shows. We um, Daniel and I are hooked on some Welsh TV and, um, like, we just caught up on Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Like, we have some shows that we watch, but a lot of stuff I'm just throwing overboard. I can't do it. The like, guy I who mean, watched Sherlock from two years ago. I you know,
1: I want to, though, because yeah, I, I really love Sherlock. But, but it's like setting it, finding, honestly, finding 90 minutes of uninterrupted time to watch Sherlock is kind of tough now.
2: <laughs> we were actually watching a show. I forgot what we were just watching. I was watching Veep, and there's a scene where there's 17 children crying on screen, and Danielle's half asleep, and she's like, Ella's up. Go check on the baby. I'm like, honey, that's the TV. And, like, I paused it. Ella was actually up. Like, she heard the child over the... <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I, yeah. I yeah.
1: I mean, I know my kids cry.
4: God trust those mother instinct. Jeez. All right. So, anyway, Fantastic piece. So, Danielle gets... Oh, yeah. She's in, oh, my God. It was so She's good. in the comforter so
2: and She's wrapped up. And I'm like, honey, this is, this is a Harry Potter movie. And I know I haven't seen some of the theaters, and I watched them on the podcast, but... I'm like, do you want to wait until you're more awake? She's like, let's just see. Maybe I'll make it through the credits. Just put it on. She, like, her eyes were, like, bugging. Out. <laughs> she didn't blink for two, uh, two hours, whatever it was. <laughs> and by the end, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this almost over. I'm going down. I'm going down. I'm so tired. Ryan
1: actually almost fell asleep. And I was like,
2: I was, I loved it. And then it ended. She's like, do it
5: again.
3: Play it again. Play it again. I'm like, oh, uh, I love it. You're like my preschoolers. Read it again. Read so it again. I
2: actually can't really remember much about the movie. But Danielle was, ooh, she's up there. So yeah. Danielle loved it.
3: Well, you know what
1: I think? I, I think um, what was why I liked it so much is that it was, it, was, it was written as a movie. So it worked. Like it wasn't this big complex novel that was then trying to turn it into a movie. Yeah. But it was written to be a movie. And it just, it worked. I, I didn't have any major complaints with it at all. I mean, yeah, Johnny Depp was kind of lame, mm-hmm. but like story-wise, I thought it was great. I loved it.
3: I just want to know what you thought about the the uh, zoo scene.
2: Oh, in the his um, dance. I almost. Oh! I'm sorry. <laughs> I, almost just, I almost just. said in the TARDIS.
4: <laughs> in, the, um, in the TARDIS. With the
1: uh, when they were trying to get that um particularly large creature into the. <laughs> it was yes. funny. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs>
4: I know, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Are you guys done, are you guys done with your thoughts? Cause I wanna, I wanna add a thought, a post okay. thought. Okay.
3: Does it have the word fuck in it?
4: No, it doesn't have the word fuck oh, in fuck it. Boy, bro. I'm not, I'm not going to, it will include the performance of Johnny Depp. Okay. But here is my ultimately one frustration with, and I've, I've watched the film a couple more times. And yes, Johnny Depp is still fucking horrible. But yeah, still, he wasn't good. I agree. I, but my frustration comes with this. We have a vast, and this is what I call the, this is what I call the Star Wars problem. (laughs) We have a vast magical world. A vast magical world that happens in a whole, in a a completely different continent. And yet, the writing has to rely on the original source material to get you excited. Mm. What What I mean by this is, Instead of having a complete, like, my favorite part of the movie, if I remember correctly, from what I said previously, was uh, Colin Farrell's character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought he was interesting. He was really good. He was yeah. really good. And I, I forget. Him fucking Grindelwald. I know. I
1: remember the point when I realized, when I'm like, you know what? I said to Ryan, I'm like, I bet you that's,
4: that's Grindelwald. So it's like, my question becomes, and my frustration, in retrospect after seeing him multiple times, is why couldn't we have our own Grindelwald. Why can't we have our own Dumbledore? Why can't we have? Why do we? Why does? Despite being an ocean away, they still greatly affect every aspect of the universe. But here's the and it, and it makes and it, to me it just makes the Wizarding world, which was to me like as as Joe is expanding it and we got other schools and it's like yes mm-hmm. we're expanding expanding expanding. It took it and then it shoved it into and crammed it into a smaller here. Let's get people. You know, excited because it's characters they recognize. But I, but-
2: I you know, Grindelwald, you know, I, I know Grindelwald's important, but he's like a line in the first book. Yeah. And you meet him very briefly in, um, in, in the seventh book in the cell, right?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. right. And like,
2: stupid question. Um, Bonnie Wright was like engaged to the guy who played Grindelwald. Um, who, who am I thinking of? Uh, the actor, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of his name. Um, was he like, he was in the movie, but wasn't he like a picture? On like what's our faces like coffee table, and then, like you saw him fall out of a window? like was he in the movie for more than like three frames? I don't think or did they so. cut a scene or something? So it's like he he wasn't a huge part of like the canon. He was kind of like the bigger than life
5: thing that,
1: yeah, I mean, I get the sense that he's more just showing that you know, it doesn't matter where you're from necessarily in the magical world. He's become internationally known. You know, so he kind of transcends. Plus he's like, he transcends country, so to speak. He he's like well known everywhere. So I don't really have a problem with that so much.
2: And I don't want to be like John Sp- Sean Spicer, but he's kind of he's Hitler, right? He's he's like wizarding yeah. Hitler. So it's like if there's a if Hitler's if it's 1945, you don't need to have like you know the Filipino you know version of Hitler. You can use the actual one because he was alive at the time. So I don't have a problem with it being. Yeah, it
1: makes sense, especially too. Like with, I mean. Wizarding world being as it, as it is, like, you know, think of how they travel, you could, you know, apparate and whatnot. I get the sense they're not as, you know,
2: <sighs> the it's I'm closer looking the world for. Is it, it, yeah, the
1: world is smaller. Like, I guess that is what I'm trying Plus to say. Plus,
2: it's like, and Danielle and I were big fans <clears throat> um, back in the 90s in the, in the, in the knots. Is that what we're calling the decade what? of the 90s? What? Did they call it the 2000s. I don't
5: know. Where people call it the knots. I have um, no idea.
2: Babylon Five. And part of that show was that there was this great telepath war that took place after the canon. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be this epic war and he never the, the, the producer of the show never when he would do like follow up like mini vignettes and movies and stuff, he never touched it because he wanted to leave that for like a big uh you know theatrical movie that never came. So people would get pissy because you're you're jumping beyond the source material and you're going to these different places, but there's this giant story we want you to tell and you always ignore it. So I have to wonder what if they did do what you say and they went back into the 1910s, the 1920s, the 1930s, and they told the story of, like, American wizard Al Lipschitz. Who was <laughs> really dark. And, and they never commented on Grindelwald. I feel like that we would be like, well, you, you were right there. Why didn't you tell that story? So.
4: I, think, I, think, I think the frustration becomes – I think Grindelwald could have been – I think, to me, Grindelwald should have remained in the background, in the shadows. Yes, the time period. Yeah, but did Hitler ever come to America and randomly gallivant as, you know, whatever? So you're saying, like, maybe...
5: He's in hiding. Maybe it would have been
1: better if, like, you know, leave Colin Farrell's character
4: as his own character. Exactly.
1: And maybe make him a Grindelwald supporter. Like, right. a
4: Grindelwald supporter. Like, it's just kind of like those things. It's like, yes, I understand where you're coming from. Yes, it seems silly to have a a story that takes place in the 1940s and not have it reference Hitler. I get that. I understand that. But does that mean every bad guy needs to be Hitler? No. And, well. I, think that's why, and I think that's why, to me, that is because clearly, eventually, the Fantastic B series is in reality the story of Grindelwald and Dumbledore.
5: and Dumbledore, of course. Like, which but we is, knew that's which where it was it disappointing
4: to me because it's like. But here's the thing: like, the, the... I wish it could have been something on its own, its own thing. And yes, it can reference those things, and that stuff could be happening in Ocean Away, and maybe somehow get invo- like, get involved in certain in, in certain ways. But it's clearly the spotlight.
2: But here's another way of looking at it: like, you, you know how everyone says if you're going to compare someone to Hitler, please stop. Like. Like, no one can be worse than Hitler. It's, like, the the whole Mm -hmm. thing that just happened a couple weeks ago. You know, we know all about Hitler. Like, we've read books about Hitler. We've read stories about Hitler. We've, you know, been in history classes where all they talk about is Hitler this, Hitler that. Mm -hmm. Think of it from the perspective of kids who grow up today who maybe aren't focused yet on history or haven't learned it or they're younger. Like, Osama bin Laden was the the bad guy of the 2000s. Mm Mm-hmm. And he spent much of it hiding in caves, and he'd come out in videos, and he and he, he was the new, you know, guy who was going to transform the world, and did transform the world, to a to, degree. He's, to the, new so, villain, he's right. the new world villain. So then, imagine you're focused completely on him, but there was that guy named Hitler, which you don't know a lot about. Like... I guess what I guess I'm trying to say here is we don't know a lot about the story of Grindelwald. We've never learned the story of Grindelwald. We've gotten bits and pieces of it, and now this is an opportunity to get it fresh, but like the, the comparison that I guess I'd make to like the Hitler piece of it is like we know everything about him. We've read every story about him. This is still fresh material. So okay. I don't have a problem with the new series being the story okay. of Grindelwald. It's like, okay. shown from another shore, too, the, but...
4: The, and, and don't get me wrong. I completely agree. The fact that we are going to get the story of Grindelwald through five movies. I think is good, and I'm, as a Harry Potter fan, I am excited. But coming from where I was, the beginning of this deal, a fantastic beast and where to find them. The best, the best way to describe this, and I hope I don't offend anybody, is something that is kind of prevalent, like in like Christian youth groups. It's like, hey, guys. Get all your friends together. We're going to have a pizza party. Okay? And then everyone gets their friends. And so everyone's like, okay, hey, come to my pizza party. And everyone gets there, and there's pizza there. <laughs> but then they like, like, oh, but by the way, here, let's, let, we're going to teach you about Jesus. <laughs> and it's a total bait and switch.
2: This is where I
4: think it will be a failure if they do it. No, oh, finish. finish, finish I mean, like, it. Let me make my point, Ryan. Me, yep. I just, I and, and go ahead and feel free to make yours. I, I want to hear it. But the point is, is this. We were promised a Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them film that, took, that takes place in the American wizarding world. And it was exciting, it was new, and it was different. And yes, is what we're getting baited switched just as awesome? Yes. But it's not, in my humble opinion what we were promised.
2: No, do you think we were promised in the beginning? Because we did get Fantastic Beasts somewhere to Find Them. We did get the story of, we, of New New Commander.
1: I think we got the beginning of it, yeah. now, I We got the beginning of
2: it. Now, here's the thing. is I, is, I don't know the answer really to this. Is movie, is movie two taking place in London and going to be the story of the, of the British?
1: We don't know, right? It?
2: That's the thing. If we
4: go back to London... It takes place in Paris. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's, so, it's so okay so i mean that's I the thing like five years from the the, the point so like you, multiple years have passed it depends okay. where they got like
2: here's the thing so let me let me switch this to star trek for a second so we had we had three star trek series that took place simultaneously over like a 14 seven it was like a seven-year series a seven-year series to follow it so 14 years and then in the middle they did the seven-year series so they did 21 years of star trek over like an 18-year period and it or over a 14-year period and it was all taking place in the same decade so all of the all of the ships had shields and phasers and they had all the same technology and they had the same techno babble and and you know there was no risk because we knew that we were so powerful and the the storylines got kind of overdone. So what they said is, okay, we're going to do, we're going to do an, we're going to do a flashback series, a prequel series, and it's going to be great because we're not going to have shields and we're not going to have torpedoes and we're going to have slow ships. And if you get hit, the hull will breach and, and you'll have to, you know, have a different level of drama. It'll be so unlike everything we've already had. So they make that show. And instead of raise the shields, they polarized the hull plating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so when the ship got hit, instead of sparks shooting out of the consoles, sparks shot out of the consoles, and and they didn't have photon torpedoes, Bob. They had the photonic torpedoes. Photonic. And they didn't have phasers; they had the phase cannons. And that was basically it. It was the same kind of show, and then they had a plot line about time travelers coming from the future. So we still got all this advanced technology and the shields and everything. So it was, it was kind of like a bait and, and switch. Thing. We want, we thought we were getting this this prequel series and we were actually getting the same thing. So if by the second and the third movie, Grindelwald is now Voldemort and he's at the big table and he's trying to figure, okay, you see. Oh, I hope to God he's a better villain than Voldemort. But that's the thing. I guess, it, it, and if Newt kind of becomes like the Harry leading the Resistance and they're, you know, like if they kind of go a similar route with it, because they have no other ideas, that's going to be a major letdown. But if it's such a difference, because it's not a story about kids forming a resistance, so if there's enough differences, I think we'll be okay. But if they try and tell the exact same story after promising a fresh angle on source material, I think they're going to. Have but the thing is,
1: too, like you look at, so- I-, <laughs> I mean, source material for Fantastic Beasts. It's just those little one-off little books that she wrote. Right. They're just those little know, tiny books.
4: I think that's why. So it, it seemed like it was a different story. Right. Something, I mean, I mean it seemed to me that why. the I'm door was kind of was open. Magic. Yeah. And that's not, I mean, cause like magic hasn't changed for thousands of years. So like you don't need to rename Lingardium Leviosa. Like, right. I think like those trappings can remain the same. It's just more about telling a different story within the already pre-established universe. And mm-hmm. I feel like we're not, I feel like by taking it to being more it's like it seems like it was a spinoff that ultimately is going to go right back to the source material, like right back to that core storyline that is basically the prequel to the Harry Potter universe. Instead of being a side story, it's now a prequel. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. I
1: don't know I if I would. I don't know if I agree with that because I don't think it's going to ever be about Voldemort. Voldemort's really the no. the prequel.
4: But, but let's be real here. Voldemort. I mean, Grindelwald has been established within the Harry Potter canon, in like in regards to like. As a part of the core, like bad guys of the Harry Potter European world. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like ultimately if the story shifts to be more about that, I really do feel that it's prequel territory, not necessarily spit off territory.
5: Mm-hmm. Well if it's a story of if it's the story of Dumbledore, it's a prequel.
4: Then let's be real here, it's a prequel. Did we not
2: think well, yeah, because the connection that we were promised before was this is Newt's great grandfather-in-law, right? Like that was the connection. It was Luna? Was the connection? And then, like, I remember the scene in the um, one of the trailers where it's like, you know, they reference Albus Dumbledore, and it sounds like a throwaway line.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know.
3: Why, is, why does Albus
2: <sighs> Dumbledore stick up for you? Well, I, I guess the thing too is because we didn't. We literally had nothing to go on. We had. Those little textbooks, You mm-hmm. can kind of, she can kind of go whichever way she wants with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: it, I mean, it could have been fun watching Newt go to different places and wrangle animals and categorize animals and things like that. But I don't think she so
2: was the only one who would have
5: watched the movie. But, but it's uh, not sell movie there's tickets, no
3: way yeah. that would have gotten five yeah. movies. There's no way that would have sold tickets, and the movie yeah. that we got. I felt was extraordinary. I enjoyed Aww. it. I, I, when I the Blu-ray yeah. and brought it home and yeah. nobody has a Blu-ray player that I can oh, play it on and I, to watch it. Yeah. On. I, I loved TV, when so he, he took, to um, new scenes.
1: I loved when he took Jacob down into the, yeah. um, oh, into his I briefcase or whatever, <laughs> like d- whatever, d- when he, when he took him to see all the, Beast,
5: I, I love that. Let me ask you about
2: this angle, because this is, what is something, because there's going to be five movies over, I'm assuming, like a decade. So this is going to be something that might upset people. So let's go back to the Star Trek example. So they set this Star Trek series a 100 years before Captain Kirk, right? 2150s. Mm-hmm. Now, in one of the most iconic Star Trek episodes, the Enterprise battles these mysterious Romulans. They were the, they were the new aliens and we got a look at them and they looked just like Spock because we found a third offshoot of the Vulcans and no Vulcan, no human and no Romulan has ever seen each other. And we fought this war using atomic weapons and we, we never saw the bodies of the other sides. So it was this whole thing that they established in the, in the, in the origins of Star Trek that a hundred years before Captain Kirk, we fought this war, this, this devastating war. And then they set a Star Trek series a hundred years before Captain Kirk. So everyone's like, we get to see the Romulan War. They never put the Romulan War in it.
1: Well, they also only got,
2: what? They only got, they four, only seasons, got four seasons. And they were going. there was talk they were going to start introducing And they were the starting
1: to introduce a lot of interesting but things. But they never got there.
2: But what they did was, when the ratings kind of took a hit, they said, okay, next season, for the third season, we're going to do a 22-episode story arc. And they invented this crisis that Earth... Will be destroyed at the end of the season unless this one ship can, can solve this puzzle and, and save us. That was never referenced in any subsequent Star Trek series, like the thousands and thousands of. Hours. Well,
1: that's the trouble. I mean, or if you prequel. go back and you write a prequel after the fact,
2: right? Y-
1: yeah, so, y- you're either stuck to the limits of what yeah. you already have established.
2: So yes, yeah, so or then in, people
1: are going to say, "Well, why was this never mentioned?" But so I mean, in Fantastic
2: in Fantastic Beasts two, if Scotland blows up. We're always in the wonder. Why didn't Nagano look a little yeah. cinched in, in Harry Potter? Because like Scarlet the- Glow. So here's, and, and, but that was the thing. They were mad. Yes, they, they
1: are gonna be limited. And it was but a wonderful story. It's also JK Rowling, and she she does yeah, but a she lot wrote of casual ahead. vacancy. I
2: know And that
1: wasn't good. I know she's so not perfect. Alive, but- she doesn't get one right.
2: So my. You know thing they turn
1: is, that into a show?
2: I heard yeah. they were gonna do. it.
1: It's on HBO Go. I like Not that, that. I'm going to watch it, but it's kind on there. She uses the C word. Mm. Um, but Brits, Brits use that word a lot.
5: But you here's know,
2: my right? thing. So they never, so they, and it was a wonderful plot line, but they, people were pissed they never saw the actual story. So here's my thing. Do we think that they're going to do these five movies, and we're thinking now, okay, we're readjusting, we're going to get the story of Grindelwald? and World War II and Dumbledore we're going to get the love story between Grindelwald and Dumbledore because apparently he was gay. We didn't realize it because of the purple robes. Now we do. And we're So now we have our new realigned expectations. Is there a chance you think we're going to get the story of Al Lipschitz after all, and now we're going to be faked out again, and now the expectations game will be lost a second time?
5: Hmm.
4: Well, we'll see. I think, I mean, obviously Newt's going to remain the main character. And Newt is exactly who Newt is. He's a magic Zoologist. He's doing his thing. I imagine we're gonna each of these stories. I okay. So you're. I, I think you're, you're correct. I mean, based off what we know, I think you're right, Ryan. That the story is going to take place over a time period, arguably a decade, or I'm guessing whatever the rule the 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 rule of Grindelwald on his clutches on the magical world. I think. Where are we? 1920. Where, where was
2: the first one? What year? I don't remember.
5: This is the 20s
2: or the 10s? It's mm. the 20s. And falls in, what, 45?
1: Mm.
2: For, probably. So obviously. if that
4: happens in the last movie, we got to go 25 years. Yeah. Wow. So, obviously, this isn't a play-by-play year-by-year like we got with, like we got with the, uh, the Potter series. So, I mean, I think that more than likely, he, Newt's going to be running off being a zoologist during this time period. But these rep- these movies rep- represent probably major time period, like major mm-hmm. things that happened during the Grindelwald reign, and it's through the perspective of Newt Scamander. How do we think and, it's going to end? And he's and because of his haphazard adventures, he somehow is involved, or we get to see it through his eyes.
2: That's
5: so do I
4: think so is. do we think the last
2: movie will end with? Grindelwald and Dumbledore up on a hill battling with their lightsabers and, and okay. the world's yes. about to be decided. And all of a sudden, New <laughs> comes flying in and a giant chicken. <laughs> and, like, and he knocks <laughs> Grindelwald she over. Or whatever.
1: Come
3: in on the rumpin' horn. Come on. Yeah. Er- oh yeah.
2: No, what's the thing um, Luna's been looking for for like 27 fan fictions? The, uh, cr- he's not flying on like the last one of those and all of a sudden the, um, the, the last scene will be a 173 year old um, Newt or whatever talking mm-hmm. to to Luna with all of her kids and you're going to get a vandalage there and all of a sudden he's in the right off. Oh, i sure on the crumbled worm whatever whatever he's the like, she's going to go oh my god there it is
4: <laughs> and that'll be the end of you know
5: oh, David
4: right. exactly. no voice. but I I, I, ser- I seriously think that you know just as Harry was our eyes for the second Voldemort Wizarding War I think Newt will be our eyes through the Grindelwald Wizarding War
5: mm-hmm. mm. that makes and,
4: sense and I think that, and to me, that's like okay. The more I think about it, the more that makes sense, and I, my my anger is lower. Anger a little bit. <laughs> okay, but I, think, I, I still think that, you should have like promoted this. Well. They should call Bob first. And say, well, either
1: like, way, Bob, I'm just gonna say it: these prequels are bound to be better than the Star Wars prequels. So so
2: well, that's 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 not that. So basically, I mean, there's no Jar Jar. Binks, the story so of the story of this one is that, you know, the, the story of Harry Potter was that Harry only had to destroy one Horcrux in his second year and everyone else would take care of it later on because he didn't destroy any other Horcruxes, right?
5: Huh?
2: Is that true? Harry destroyed the Horcrux in Chamber of Secrets and he was done? Yeah, right. Is that true? That, that was pretty true. much the story of Harry Potter. He didn't need to...
4: Well, except for the Horcrux in himself, I guess. Well, I guess that Voldemort. Well,
2: he kind of, like, walked Voldemort in the path Voldemort of a train that for that one. one. Yeah, Voldemort did that one. So the story of this one is that Newt's commander, a muggle baker...
4: I
1: love him. He's awesome.
2: And, <laughs> and, like, Madam President and, um, what's the girl's name? The, uh, the, who's the, his eventual, wife, his eventual wife?
5: Oh. Tia.
2: Tia, and then her sister. Mm-hmm. Like, the four of them are gonna save world, are gonna save us from World War II. Basically, they're gonna, we're gonna stop right the with,
4: like... We don't think <laughs> that we will.
2: We don't think that we will, or we will?
4: Bald, but I don't think because let's be real here. We know that Dumbledore was the one who defeated Grindelwald.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so, isn't that how history remembers things? I wonder if it'll be a thing like that. Dumbledore will take all the credit because he was the guy out on the hill with the lightsaber. But then he'll look down and he'll be like, thank you, young Newt. Thank you, young dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and he'll get like 90 year old. I just
1: love the end, though, when he's. Campbell. You see him in his bakery and all of his, uh, pastries. I'm like, oh, he remembers. He remembers <laughs> the beasts. I love
3: that. And then when she comes in.
1: Yeah. I love that.
3: I will say that reading the book was just like watching the movie, which of course it is because it's based on, I mean, it's totally the screenplay. But... I can't
2: do screenplays
4: anymore. I've read I've two this year and they've both been awful. I just. Are we, are we talking yeah. about the awful uh, Cursed Child as well? That was awful and I read one And he read another day, one. And I can't express to you how awful it was.
3: I need to recurse child again. I had a concussion when I read
2: it the first time. That Aww. probably made it better Sue. So just
4: leave it where it is. Probably
2: the best way to so, re- to leave it where it is. <laughs> it's like I always get excited when I get when I get like a an update on Facebook that Melinda has posted in Melinda's list, and like I went the other day frolicking to see what she said, and it was like, all right, explain to me when this love child was conceived.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
2: Oh, was mad. no, it was. um, I just read a. Very interesting
3: theories going around, but of course now I can't remember any of them.
2: I just got a screenplay. Is it
5: was
1: like, just so? I don't know. How the a, hell does Voldemort have sperm?
4: Yeah, I was going to say, he has no. Come noise, on. He has a function. No. Penis, Come on. I they voice. cooked, yeah, they I cooked agree him though. in a crock pot. I Who's know. What
2: sperm was that? Was that Harry's sperm? There was no sperm put in. Well, no, they, it's... they got Harry's blood. Maybe there was some sperm. I don't know how the hell they do this. Who, mm. Was a... Wormtail sperm? Was why would
4: why, why, why would there be sperm? Like, where did they cut him from? Like his wrist, right? Well, it's Just like it's on all the
2: sci-fi oh, shows yeah. when they have Ryan, women impregnated. They anatomy. say, "Oh, he was, was impregnated with her DNA." With his DNA, she was impregnated with his DNA. I'm like, "The hell's that mean?" Sperm, but they can't say sperm on TV, so they say DNA. Scott
3: Scott, be incoming.
2: Oh, good. We're about to leave. Oh
3: well, what are we going to do? Our are we doing our? I want to talk about recommendations. Sure.
4: This morning. Oh, Snape.
5: Yes. Great. Who's up,
4: Scott? How's it going? Oh, fairly
0: well. I'm a little bit tired at the moment, but that's just sort of how my life works these days. <laughs>
2: Scott, it's lovely to see. It's lovely to see and hear from you. Do you work on the television series Caillou by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no. You can stay. I never
0: heard of it until I saw your various rants about how awful it was. Blame I Canada. Watched it, and I don't have any particular desire to do so.
2: You can say You can say. You're good. <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> yeah.
3: Happy Battle of Hogwarts Day, Scott.
4: Yes, indeed. You as Hogwarts. well, I suppose. Hmm. I, mean, I, just, I mean, do people, like, I guess, do, you, do people like say, like, Happy D-Day? I,
3: happy, uh, it probably wasn't the best way to say was, it, but you
4: I You think, think they, they call it Hogwarts Day? Day? Like, yeah, what Hogwarts do they call it? D Day. Happy we final battle we're
3: day. Celebrating the success. Hmm. Happy,
4: happy uh, victory over Voldemort day.
3: Happy victory hmm. over Voldemort
4: day. VV day. V O V day.
2: VV day. Yeah, happy final battle because, as you know, there always has to be one final battle before the epilogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why It's I'm like the either. war to end all wars. It never really is. Well the, there's this fanfic I read, I think we've all probably read it because it was probably on the podcast, and um Harry was like the leader of Dumbledore's army for whatever reason, so like Snape was saluting him and McGonagall was taking like his coffee order and stuff because he was apparently in charge. And he made a reference to, well, this will all be over in May. The battle will be in May, and one way or another will you know, Dumbledore Voldemort will win or lose. And they're staring at him. Why do you think it's gonna happen in May? He's like because it always happens in May.
5: <laughs> like he just had some idea. He's it's like,
2: it's going to be in May. That's where the battle will be.
3: Every year since I've started school,
5: things happened
0: in yes. May.
2: And they're all looking at him and they're like, There's always a thing on Halloween.
0: There's yeah. always a thing
5: yes. in May.
2: <laughs> they're all looking at him and they're like, That's stupid, but we really can't dispute that. Because he got some, you got us there. So mm-hmm. clearly it'll be in May.
5: I think we burned so
4: what've been up to? How has life been for folks? Scott, you start. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mostly a lot of work since Spamalot ended, which, you know, was that was fun and I'm was both sad and glad that it was over cuz it's one of those things. Um mm-hmm. It was nice to have a little bit of extra free time, but I have since filled it up with watching shows and stuff, so no longer, I no longer have free time anymore. What are you <laughs> watching? Tell us about
2: your shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: mostly watching all the things that Geek and Sundry does, so I haven't actually watched a lot of regular TV until just recently. I okay. caught up on Doctor Who again. but Oh, yeah. I
2: haven't even
5: done that. I need
2: to do that. How much have I missed? So I've missed the end of We've season nine all. and the Christmas special? And three
5: episodes. And
2: the oh, the new season started. Yes. Oh well, kick me down. All right. What are they doing? Thirteen episodes. I don't, I know. don't know. Possibly. Okay. It seems like yeah, my land that I looked at that. Okay. Bob but is peeing. Oodcast he don't want anyone to know. Is back, so Who's I know, back? I know that Doctor Who started back up because Oodcast cast is. back. cast. Okay. Now I've heard that um, that Capaldi has filmed his death scene.
3: Mm, I have no idea. I don't
0: know, so. Possibly, I know this is supposed to be his last season, right? So that makes sense. He's going down with
2: Moffat. Who is? Um, do we know who the new producer will be? Sorry, next year. Uh, yes,
3: somebody that really likes John Barrowman.
2: Oh, good. Graham something.
0: He he was one of the writers on uh, some Russell Davies era stuff. Oh. Um, and And um, he's. He did uh, Broadchurch.
2: He was in charge of Broadchurch. Oh, know what? Um, they were talking when yeah. they when they were casting Capaldi. Um, the the female lead of Broadchurch was discussed as a possible doctor. Is she and she's Olivia? On, Olivia. Olivia. She's still in
1: the running. They said she, Well, she's
2: yeah. she, she, and she's been like Capaldi. She's been on Doctor Who, and yep. she was uh, she was yeah. fantastic. I think she would be an awesome doctor.
3: Mm-hmm. She'd be excellent. Yeah, we shall see.
2: We're um yeah, we could. we're watching a um. That the show we've been discussing, um, Stella, the uh, the the Welsh drama comedy that we're watching. Um, we're in the second episode of it, and Danielle's like, I think the daughter was on Doctor Who, and it was Jenny.
1: Of course she was on Doctor I Who. I didn't place it.
2: I did not place I it. I
1: didn't say I think I knew. I didn't know. She dates the green lizard lady. That's her girlfriend.
2: That's her wife. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think she's on Doctor Who.
2: Come on. Well, the funny thing is, that's not her um, her natural accent, but she has the same accent on Doctor Who we have now and known Stella. She's Welsh on both of them, and she's I don't I, she might be Welsh, but I think
1: she's, she is Welsh. Though but
2: that's not yeah. her uh, her actual no accent. And what were we watching? We started watching um, the was it The Crown. Matt's i kind of, of,
1: of do want to watch that matt, just matt for the fact so that matt smith is I in it and that he's fantastic and so on
5: that.
1: um i do want yeah.
2: to actually finish
1: watching that
4: at some point Pop
5: some the other day for a while.
3: netflix said you know posted something on facebook said see the 43 shows that are going off of netflix may 1st and i was like all right i'll go look at that and and i nope don't care don't care don't care don't care don't care flicka well, I might like to watch a horse show for an evening. That mm-hmm. sounds like a good brain dead activity. So I put it on and I'm watching it. I'm like, I know this girl. Who is this girl? I she's so familiar. Who is this? And I finally paused the movie and IMDb Flicka, and then went down there until I figured out who it was, and then clicked on that and went, oh. It's Felicity from Arrow. I should have known that oh. Felicity
4: from Arrow Ew. <laughs>
3: <laughs> a teenage girl on this horse
2: show it was oh is it um, what's today. the name of the horse show Flicka uh yeah my friend Flicka okay No, yeah, there's this other horse show that's been on um Netflix. I think it's this twenty seventh season by now it's been not like that show's been on the air forever in um Heartland oh. Canadian. That's what they they send us Caillou and they send us Heartland and, and Scott and Maple Syrup.
3: Well, you should we get Scott.
2: Oh, Scott! Um, on behalf of America, we're sorry about the lumber.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't really been paying a lot of attention to that, but apparently it's a thing. Sorry,
2: because because we're doing our own lumber now. That's our that's our thing. Sorry.
0: Well, you know, maybe we'll have a use for it all. Have yeah. <laughs> a giant.
1: Build giant all the houses, houses so we can all come live there. <laughs> I'll come there. I'll live yeah.
5: there.
3: Build onto your place
5: so we have a place to go so... stay.
0: So so one apparently, thing... I was wrong. It wasn't Graham. Anything. It's uh, Chris Chibnall is the new showrunner. He wrote the, um, uh, what was it? The, some of the Silurian episodes. Okay. Things like that. The the hungry oh. earth. And, oh, okay. And, well, I, yeah, Brochard.
2: Well, I remember how excited I was when um I found out that Moffat was doing I think he would already started it by the time we rewatched it, but I was so excited that because they went back and they said, "Oh, it's the guy who did The Empty Child and did Blink and did all these wonderful episodes." I'm like, "Oh, and he's in Midnight and he's going to be the yeah. new showrunner." And I was like when when it was popular to hate Moffat, I still stuck up for him. Because I thought he he really had like like his finger on the pulse of of the history of Doctor Who, and I thought he wrote really impressive stuff. But then like two more seasons went by, and I'm like I can literally not understand what you're talking about anymore because yeah. it's getting so convoluted. Yeah. So I think like yeah. there's a there's a podcast, a Doctor Who podcast out there somewhere, and the plot is basically like the Doctor. For whatever reason, his regeneration screws up, so he comes back thinking he's, like, a mortal and lives, like, 30 years as a mortal, and then realizes he's the Doctor, and he has, like, a wife and a family, and he's gonna figure out what to do with the Targets and stuff. Like, I almost feel like they need to do, like, a hard reset of something and get back to basics, because it's so Mm -hmm. convoluted that...
0: Moffat does, like, his... uh...
2: Intertwisted plots and things The cats are murdering each Ooh, other Jesus. Behind uh, Danielle So you might want to get in I wondering what
1: stay. that noise was
2: Like tell them to heal Danielle. Like heal or something
1: uh, No I'm going to let them do their thing
2: Because okay.
5: they'll heal
2: Cats don't listen. They'll just do whatever they want. My mother all the time yells, tell this cat to stop. I'm like, well, tell him to heal. And she screams heal at him, and nothing happens. I'm like, the one makes you think I can do it. Mm -hmm. Cats don't listen. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Cats are cats.
5: Yeah, they do their own thing.
0: train cats to do things. It's just a lot of work, and very few people try. Right.
2: (laughs) Danielle, um, we
3: I've trained my cats to come when they're called 90% of the time.
2: So, we have the three cats, and they all needed their annual physicals for God knows what reason we had them all spaced like three weeks apart, so we have to pay for three cats physicals over like a six week period. So we brought herbie and herbie needs um he his teeth need to be checked, and he needs a dental cleaning and possibly some extractions, so we're paying for this um like monthly plan that will cover some. Um, dental work for him. So it's basically kind of like concierge care. You know, you can pay your doctor extra per month and you can call him at three in the morning. It's sort of paying extra for, for Herbie. And then we went for Sammy. And now Sammy needs dental work. So I'm paying double now for two cats. And I went to work and everyone's like, how the cats? I'm like, they need braces.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have no money. My cats need braces. And my kid needs daycare.
5: Yeah.
2: I buy a lot I have a lot of e-readers, that's my thing.
3: Bonnie Bonnie's going to need her teeth cleaned one of these days, but the biggest thing we've got going with her right now is I I called and made an appointment for her to have a bath on Saturday before I go see Guardians of the Glide Galaxy for my
5: birthday,
3: and
1: then go out to dinner. So there you go. Ooh, have fun. I want to see that movie, too, because I
5: love the first one. We've
2: connected with um, old friends of mine who are, in, she and her boyfriend are big um, anglophiles, and they've, like, found a way to, like, hack in so they can watch, like, BBC at home, like, the, like, the, like with VPN and crap, so, like, their computer thinks they're in England or whatever. And um, that's Ryan explaining how VPN works. By the way, in case you're wondering. And they were getting ready like to go baseball. they were getting ready to go to the theater to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Then they realized it wasn't actually out here yet, but they were watching their television from England where it's out, mm-hmm. so they thought they could go and see it, but they forgot they actually didn't live in Mm-mm.
5: England.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard several people that have already seen it say it's wonderful. Why are they
2: releasing in the stackards? Schedule. And doesn't that
3: happen all the time with everything?
2: No, like, Doctor Who, they did that for a while, then they realized that was nuts. Because, like, people are going to tell you what happens. Like, they think America just won't notice.
0: They're probably well, yeah, just like trying to give people the balance because a lot of things get released in America before they go other places. So they're like, eh, let's switch it around. <laughs> we'll just mess with them. Yeah. I don't know. We'll just I make them no wait. I do. It could be. suffering. hmm Because of the lumber
4: so yes i'm sure that has so much to do yes, with it so much
2: all right so um scott missed we, we went off on fantastic beasts for a while um we're apparently going to fuck warner brothers and um so there was that and we're not, we're not. scott is not bob a little bit yes so <laughs> oh um hold on what just happened here Aww. oh yeah,
1: have stitches L- poor kiddo uh,
2: uh Lee, Jen's son, had to have stitches today. It's on Facebook. Oh, yeah. He looks very sad.
4: Has anyone,
1: has anyone heard from Jen? Well,
2: uh, Sue has. <laughs> Sue. Sue said, no, well, hold on, hold on. I have to read this. So Sue sends me a message. I'm at work. And I usually hear from Sue around 10 in the morning, which is around 7 o'clock her time. She's getting up. And uh hang on. Where's the message? Where's the message? Where's the...
3: It basically said, Hey Ryan, have you heard from Jen this morning?
2: And right to which now, I'm like, Jen's clearly dead. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, oh here we go. I um did you get the message from Jen? I said no. She copies and pastes the following to me here. I have locked myself out of my house with no phone. <sighs> Please call James at work and tell him he has to come home ASAP. All I have is Emma's iPad email. Telephone number 81744. 81744- oh, I shouldn't read the number out. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> ah, so, um, my first question is doesn't Jen live next door to her mother? <laughs> <So why laughs> I not she go to her mother's house. And say, I know. Oh. But, um, mm-hmm. so apparently Jen was, I was, was trapped outside of the house and only had an iPad. And, and-
3: yes, to which I said, Ryan, do you think this is real? Because I figured if she was in trouble, she would contact Ryan first, and then if Ryan wasn't available, maybe find me. But I guess because I had sent Lee $10 the day before, for his fundraiser, she had my email address easily accessible. So I'm like, Ryan, do you think this is right? (laughs) And he says, area code and details seem right So I call. (laughs) like, and, And I get, you know, a person in the the hospital, and and I say, um, I need to speak with, and I, you know, James, and and they're like, I'm sorry, he's not here at the moment. And I'm like, I need to get a message to him. His wife is locked out of the house, and she needs him to come let her in. And the lady's like, well, he's already got that message. <laughs> what is going on? You're the <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. well,
5: that's she's person. emailing everyone oh, in their iPad.
3: To... <laughs> And apparently locked herself out of the house and that she you know she and emma were locked out and she needed help and the lady's like and she's like well why are all of you people calling and i said well all she had was an email address for people and she sent out email messages but i'm in oregon several hours <laughs> late
1: <than> you <laughs> that's so, so funny
3: um I'm just now getting this message. And she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I said, well now if somebody else calls you, will know why. <laughs> said,
5: Thank you so much for explaining it to me.
2: <laughs> Wasn't there a story with Jen at one point that she just had like a- Email everyone or what? Blind email. <laughs> like
3: she didn't email Ryan cause I Yeah, I never got
2: an email, up. And, and I even said Sue's like I feel like I'm in charge of one now because I'm getting the Jan alerts now not you and I'm like my email yeah. e-, and it's like she can't even say she doesn't know me my email's ryan at firefickweekly.com like it's like not hard to find me so I've been I've been um, dethroned aw <laughs> sorry Ryan that's alright <laughs> Oh my god, poor so, Jim.
1: Herbie's coming over. I hope he doesn't have food
2: on him. Oh over. yeah, so um, we, this is our new thing. We have to check our, our child and our cat's butt every time they uh, they, the they, they use the facilities. Otherwise, there will be incidents. So as we wrap up this evening, um, one of the topics that we were going to try and discuss tonight was sharing um, whether it be a television series or a movie or uh, a book, book series, try the within the host's share like I know like Sue and I share book recommendations all the time but try and like influence someone else or or, or give them something to watch so I'm not sure how much everyone's thought about that hold on we're checking the catch. I
1: think we're good we're good okay of course um, oh I thought we were supposed to like if I say what I, I'm recommending it to everybody was I supposed to come up with one thing a lot of a planning
2: person? a lot of planning went into this I was just
4: going to say this was decided this was decided like less than 24 hours. Yeah.
2: This is like the big block of cheese. I did not tailor
1: Wing, I did not tailor my choice. Where everyone so gets not. these assignments and, <laughs> and the
2: boss is like my secretary has carefully selected mm. each of these for you. There will be no sharing and she looks up like I what? <laughs> like I picked these at random. All right. So Sue, why don't you just show us what you've done and we'll kind of copy off of you.
5: Yes. Okay.
3: So, um, I'm recommending a place to call home for Danielle, which is a, it's basically Downton Abbey in Australia.
2: Uh, yeah. Danielle um, just got yeah. a look on her face like, I need to think of something good <laughs> for Sue. Because <laughs> <laughs> in my family, I have this family has, like, big family, and this guy showed up for Christmas one year, and they had nothing for him, and every place was closed, so they are giving him, like, toothpaste and stuff. like uh, So, like, Danielle just got that look. I'm sorry. Carry on. Just...
3: It's okay. Um. It's you know, it's a BBC it's in this fourth season right now. Yeah. And mom and I really I mean, like, binge watched it. So. Yeah. Okay. Ryan, did you ever read A Man Called Ove?
2: I just Bay finished it. I Bay? just recently finished it.
3: You did just finish it? I did. Okay, so um by the same author yep. just released Bear Town.
2: My question about that author's books, they're all, they're not like, um, in a series. Every book is its own. They're not a series. They're all standalone, except for,
3: um, my grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry. Mm -hmm. There's a character in that one.
2: From Ove or from uh, the other one? Britt Marie. Okay. There is a story
3: that's just about Britt Marie. Okay. Which is absolutely hilarious. Okay. And this guy has really—I mean—I laughed my th- way through all of his books. Mm-hmm. Bear Town is not like that. Bear Town—I spent my time going, "You bitch, you bitch! I hate you, you bitch!" <laughs> <I'm trying>.
1: What? <laughs> wow! Strong reaction and, from Sue.
3: Yes, it was—it was very well done. It's not a great topic, but it was really well done. So, I highly recommend that. Um, I'm recommending the Fablehaven stories for Scott. There are mm-hmm. five of them, I believe.
0: I believe I've read the first one because I think my aunt has them, and every time I go stay at her house, I read random books from her shelves. But, yeah, uh, um, yeah, they were. It was intriguing. I just haven't picked up any more of them yet, so mm-hmm. to look into that again. I'm
3: in the fifth one right now, which is going to be the end, I think. Although they've just released a new one, so I don't know if it's going to be a
5: continuation of it or
2: not. Oh, is um, Victor Kloss's book not to change, is his um, final book coming out soon? The one that the one that um, he's the author of The Passed Away and he wrote five of six books in his yes. series. It's, yes. it's a magical universe, so it's similar to Harry Potter ish. And um it was his wife and his brother working off Are his notes to so. I, th- I think I saw something on Facebook today that it's getting close for the final book. Oh, I
3: have not seen that, so that's good. And then this one I don't know about for Bob. Bob, have you read Patrick Rothfuss's books? Nope. So I I know that you don't have a lot of time to read. This
1: is
4: but, true? But um, if you can get the audio. As Ryan snores, go ahead. But today I'm like, Do you, like draw- what about your
2: commute to work, Bob? He's like, I work next to my house. <laughs>
4: Yeah, like, literally, far. like it's two blocks away. I have like one day I literally was going to be late. I freaked out. I was, it was literally 57. I had to be there at, at the top of the hour and driving like a madman. I got there in like less than two minutes.
5: Nice. Wow.
4: So, unfortunately, that is not quality enough time to get to, an audiobook. To in. do
3: an audiobook. Well, I think that if you started this, you would binge it. They okay. are really, really well done. And I think that you would really
4: appreciate them. So, so what, they, They're just all the third, of his books?
3: There's only two. The third one will be coming out. So, Actually, there's three, but mm-hmm. the, um, there's two in the main series. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying desperately to remember their names, and I'm not doing a very good job. But the
0: first one is The Wise Men's Fear. That's it. And, or no, the, that's the second one. The first one is Name of the Wind. The second one's The Wise Men's Fear. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is forthcoming, and people keep teasing him about how long it's taking him to write the book. Right.
3: And there is a, a, it's like a 2.01. Okay. um, That's about one of the girls that's in it. And that one, if you can get on audio, is absolutely wonderful because Patrick reads it himself tells the story.
4: Interesting. And I always enjoy it when the authors write their, own, I do their own audio. Read
3: their own audio. And yeah. he starts it off by saying, I don't know why you're reading this book. Nobody in their right mind would read this book. I don't know why I wrote this book, <laughs> but it got a hold of me and I couldn't let go. Hmm. Um, but I wouldn't start with it because until you kind of know a little bit about the character, if you started with that particular book, you would be really lost and confused. But... Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a short story. It's not very long, but amazing.
5: I haven't heard of that one. Reading,
3: and him reading it is is just great. It's called "The Slow Regard of the Silent." Um, the slow regard of silent things.
5: Okay. So. I'll
4: have to write that down and try to grab it. How much is, how
1: much Audible
2: books cost usually? It varies. Audible, um, if you're a member, if you sign up for a 30-day free trial, um, you get two credits. And um, if you're a member, you get 30% off. They basically inflate the prices. You get 30% off the price. And then if there's a sale on the book, you get the sale item or um, one credit equals one book. So if it's a $60 -hmm. book, you know, one credit. If it's a $2 book, you can buy it or use a credit and then they sell you yeah. credits per month if you're a member. Hmm. I went
3: through and got all of the Harry yeah. Potter books.
2: Like I pay twenty three dollars a month, I get two credits a month, and like so I have like I think right now I have five. I, actually, I got two more today, so I got seven credits. I have seven credits right now, so I can get seven books. But like if I want to buy one and I look and it's a buck ninety nine, I paid I eleven. And I, and I paid eleven bucks for the credit. I'm probably gonna be like hey, I'll just pay the two bucks. So I'll keep so I have some right. in reserve. Um, but they're really good. Like some of them, some of these off, auth- some of these narrators are just amazing. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they do a really, really good job. Yeah. So I recommend it if you can, especially if you think you'll have like a day off and go for a walk or something, they're fantastic.
4: <laughs> no, I need to, well, I need to get back out walking again, but I has got a fun time.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh. I keep thinking I should get some audio books and things cause I do have my, you know, Commute, commute on the bus to work, but yeah. I'm always listening to podcasts
5: instead, so oh, I, know.
3: I know my podcasts do sort of go down. I have a whole bunch right now because I've been um, binge listening to books, so okay. i I do back up on my podcasts when i
5: I'm listening mm-hmm. to books.
2: did you have a recommendation for everyone? Huh? Did you make a recommendation for everyone or for
1: well. I thought it was for the whole group, but I but, can think of some things.
2: No, but like, but I yeah.
1: think yeah. for Sue, yeah. I, 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 I think for Sue, um, and Sue, you and your mom, I would recommend um, that you watch "Call the Midwife." Um, mom
2: watches that. Otherwise known as oh, "Okay," as, as why Danielle cries every day in the bedroom.
1: Every damn day. Every every day. I love that show um, so much. It's so good. Um, she sent me a
2: picture of my kid playing you on the that floor. On the, audio too, yeah. didn't you?
1: Oh, the books are really good. The books are fantastic. Um, I yeah. read them. I didn't do the Audible, but the, the, the show is, the show I, is I excellent. show them
2: all and I, the Audible's are very good.
1: Um, yeah, I love that show.
2: And it's a really good narrator because she switches from English to Cockney to, well, posh English to Cockney to Irish. To, you'd think it's three different people. Yeah. It's always impressive how they can do that.
1: I think for, for Bob and for Scott, since you both just, well, Scott, especially because you said maybe you want to listen to more audibles, um, and for Bob, if you had time, I can't remember if we talked about this before. I I think we did, but, um, I would recommend the audible version of As You Wish, um, by Carrie Elwes talking about The mm-hmm. Princess Bride. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. Have I you both seen that movie? Time. You have, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, really fun to listen to because he gets, um, most of the cast, um, that's alive and able to do it. Obviously, Andre the Giant has passed away. He couldn't do it. Um, but it was really fun to listen to. He is a great reader. He has a very nice speaking voice to listen to, but then he also gets, you know, like Billy Crystal, um, uh, Robin Wright, like so many of the cast. Um, so it's really fun to listen to. I really enjoyed it. Um, there are a lot of laugh out loud moments too, <laughs> like when I was listening to it in the car. Um, and then I think for Ryan, I think you should really read uh, the Bartimaeus trilogy, which I have. The oh, yeah, have I have the some, books have upstairs, those. but I
2: think you'd really enjoy have it. Yeah, those in the bedroom. Yeah. So those are fun books. Yeah. Okay. Well, the the hard part of me doing this for Sue is I tell her all the time about these books I like, and she reads them all. So like this is my life with Sue. <laughs> So, I've, so I'm actually looking at my, um, on my Goodreads favorites shelf right here um, for ones that she hasn't read. Um, I, I was a big fan of the Newsflash uh, trilogy by Mira Grant, which is actually now a fourth book is out, but still technically a trilogy. Uh, really good series if you're looking for like alternate worlds, um, dystopian. What's it
3: called
2: again? It's the Newsflash uh, trilogy. The first book is called Rise. Um, I've discussed it before on the podcast. It's um, It takes place in the 2040s and it's a world where there was a zombie apocalypse and uh, we didn't go the Walking Dead route. We all kind of figured out how to survive and go on and how the world had to change yeah, as a I result. Yep. Okay. Once, twice, 17,000 times. Um, so that one is, is excellent. I'm a big fan of that. Now you've read um, the Magic 2.0 series, um, but I would probably recommend that for everybody. It's a really it's a funny series. It's, 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 um, the plot line is this, um, hacker, this like 20 something year old hacker discovers a uh, computer file, which controls the universe. So he can go in, find the line of code that deals with him. He can make himself taller, make himself shorter. So he, um, gives himself like, I want to say like $50 million in his bank account and makes all these changes. And of course, you know, the, the FBI, tracks onto what he's doing and he's now a wanted man and he can't get near his computer. So he escapes back into you know the dark ages when, you know, a man could be a wizard and live with <laughs> and control the world. And then he realizes that everybody else who's found this file has done the same thing. So he's, <laughs> it, it's, it's this, it's this group of wizards, you know, who are living in like the 1100s yeah. or whatever. And it's really funny in the audible Utterly could
5: you please, fantastic. please.
2: <laughs> there's one where they're trying to this computer game and they're realizing this guy they're talking to is actually programmed and every time he says something the guy's like can you please repeat that like It's the like over way. and over and over it's, and so, it's so 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 very good so it's um the, the first it's uh scott mayer m-e-y-e-r is the author the first one is called an, Un- an unwelcome quest and it's the magic yep. actually no is it that was number three i'm sorry
5: the first uh, one's the first called
2: one's Off to Be the off Wizard. To be a wizard. Oh, off yeah. to Be the Wizard. I
0: have read like the first three pages of that, whatever, whatever the yeah. preview on Amazon is yeah. where you can look inside the book.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I would recommend that for Seems any intriguing. of you. I recommend that for any of you. That was really, really fantastic. Um, I plugged it many times, but if you haven't read it, um, the the Chronicles of St. Mary's um, yep. by Jodie mm-hmm. Taylor. Those I, are fun. I have um, Melinda doing them right now and she's She's struggling a little bit at the beginning of book two because of a particular plot line, but I don't remember how the plot line ends, so I'm not sure if she'll like it. <laughs> but hopefully, she will. Um, book eight just came out on that one. Yeah, and it's actually funny because I couldn't. It's us. It's basically if if all of us ran a company together. That is before That's that's what the plot line would be. Now for Bob, Whoa. my <laughs> dear friend Bob, I've I've told Bob this, but I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. One day I'm looking through my recommendations from Goodreads and from all the, the different websites. Bob, right? Yes, the book was called We Are Bob.
5: <laughs>
4: and I said... <laughs>
2: and my response was, purchase this book immediately. So I bought it, and it was... I bought the book, and the the book is excellent. It's a great sci-fi book. I usually don't read hardcore-ish sci-fi, but it's fantastic. And the Audible is even better. The narrator is, is brilliant in, in the role on it. And uh, it's a trilogy. The second book is already out. And the third book is due out within the next like month or two. It's the two and three we're going to follow up pretty close together. And um, it's really kind of funny because this author put so much detail into it. And... There were, at the end of the first book, there's a scene with eight characters. And it's one of those things where, like, Joe walks up to the table and sits down with the other seven. And then, like, Matt's there and Danielle's there and Bob's there and Sue's there. and Scott. So you're trying, as you're reading the scene, you're trying to, like, track all the people. And then you realize, even though there's eight people, ten were mentioned. So I emailed the author. I'm like, I, I, I hate to point this out, but I think you might have added in a couple of extra names or he's like, I am so embarrassed. I will correct this immediately. And then <laughs> we do a, we do a update. And then I read his new book and I'm like, I think I found another little mistake. He's like, yeah, everyone's emailing me about oh
0: this. So goodness. this
4: poor guy puts so much work in this series. <laughs> uh, like no, I find that the Ryan is the type of reader that will email.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yep. Well, I'm, I usually email them and I'm like, I, like I emailed Jodie Taylor. I'm like, I don't understand this particular plot. Can you enlighten me? She's like, absolutely. It's in book four. I can absolutely explain that. When I wrote book one, I didn't think anyone would read it. <laughs> and now I'm on the fourth book and I just don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, we gotta just roll it. <laughs> so I love those tips. So, I, so, JKR Math. JKR Math. So I would recommend Scott Mayer, um, the. the um, off to be a wizard, uh, Magic 2.0 series, and for Bob, uh, by Dennis uh, Dennis Taylor, I believe is the guy I was harassing, Dennis Taylor. We are Bob. Hey. Okay. We are Bob. And Danielle's excited about something.
1: Federal court rejects broadband barons' request to revisit open internet order. The case for net neutrality is settled.
2: Yay! Hold on, read it again.
1: Well, this is coming from our senator, so I'm hoping it's actually accurate.
2: Uh, Federal court rejects broadband barons' request to revisit open internet order. The court affirms that the FCC's open internet order... Affirms the FCC's open internet order and denies any reason for President Trump's FCC chairman Ajit Pai to unroll strong sound rules. Because
1: they're trying to kill it. They're trying to kill net neutrality. Well, then
2: the question is, are they going to go to the Supreme Court?
1: Well, we'll see. But we shall see.
4: All, All right, So, now. I have to admit, my, my, my recommendations aren't books, because as as I don't really read that many books. <laughs> I didn't uh, know you could read. Uh, there, are, there are... I have three recommendations, one for Ryan, one for Daniel, and one for uh, Scott the two, and then kind of one in general, because it's been the thing that has literally consumed my life for relatively the past month or so. But I will start with Ryan. Ryan will be proud of me, because... Normally, as we all know i'm not a huge fan of talking politics on this show, nor do I really involve myself in politics uh, like, like like i like when I was younger like because it was the only thing on radio i 'd listen to conservative talk radio and, and laugh at most of it i mean but, but most of you guys know i am i um, i 'm a conservative independent but uh but recently um, I have been getting into political YouTube channels <laughs> and it 's not so much... It's not so much like a recommendation for Ryan, because obviously I know Ryan probably has his sources, but it's kind of like, it's these, it's these two channels that I've kind of gotten into the habit of watching. Uh, one's entitled The Rubin Report, and then the other one is called Colin's Last Stand. And for the most part, they, they're more of like a, a libertarian,
5: mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm.
4: more conservative take on things. Um, and I don't know, it's, I, I don't know if I'd recommend it to Ryan, but at the same time, it's like, hey, Ryan, I'm watching this, and I kind of want your opinion so we can have a dialogue, sure. kind of thing. Yeah, that's so. Uh, hmm. I'll have to get. I'll it's go, not like you're trying to
2: mess with me. It's like you're trying. No, to get, no, yeah.
4: legitimately. Like I watch most of this stuff. Like, like Colin, Colin Moriarty stuff. I watch pretty much as it comes out. Um, it's going to be
3: more of those those late morning, uh late night, early morning. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Message sessions
3: between
2: <laughs> Bob and Ryan. yeah it's nice. <laughs> I'm gonna send a message. Fuck you, Bob.
1: <laughs> Bob's gonna be like, "I was sleeping." <laughs> I forget. It's
4: like seven a.m. I, I, I have to be up earlier in the morning nowadays. Now that I do the whole streaming thing in the mornings, so. But maybe it's a. I can wake up to being enraged about politics. That will. That will definitely wake me up. But uh, no, not enraged. Brian and I have great discourse and conversation when we talk politics. But anyway, so the Reuben report and uh, Colin's last stand. I'll get you some links, maybe some particular videos, and then maybe you and I could have some conversation. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe we can even talk about it on the show. Who knows? Um, Danielle, what I want to recommend to you uh, is something that I am loving to death, and I don't know if you watch this or not. Mm-hmm. But are you are you you're familiar with uh, Star Wars Rebels? Right. Mm.
5: She's mm.
4: never seen it. I am. Open. I've,
1: I know what you're talking about, but I haven't actually watched Just
4: it. Just open what platform is it on? Is it on Netflix? It's on... It's on um, I think it's currently Disney XD.
0: Which, which, we, which we have. So yeah, Netflix we have that. had been
4: on Netflix at some point. Okay. So some of them are, or some will be. I don't know. As a Star Wars fan mm-hmm. of the Oath trilogy, yes. these are great. Cool. Like, I, I would say... This is definitely a must for any Star Wars fan. Like, I know that you guys, like, don't have as much time for television, but especially a a kid's cartoon.
1: Yeah. Well, well. (laughs) Well, when Ella's old enough, I can watch it with her.
4: (laughs) There you go. I was was about to say, it's like, as Ella gets older, and if you want to introduce her to Star Wars, the 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 Rebel show uh, is is great. And really, really, really fun to watch. And not to mention, there's so many references. Yep. They, they, use Rebels to really bring back a lot of old, um, like canonical, like non-canonical stuff, stuff that got tossed aside when Disney's like, the movies are the only canon. Yeah. So they never, yeah. no, what about Grand Admiral Thrawn? He was the best Star Wars villain of them all. <laughs> well,
5: guess what? He's back now.
4: Cool. Um, yeah, so they've used Star Rebels Wars to do that. So I would recommend, um, At least at some point, if you ever get the chance to sit down and watch Rebels. Um, And then to Sue and Scott, because I know you love D&D as much as I do. Um, I'm sure both of you are quite well aware of this. And if you're not, I'm very surprised. But the good old folks at Acquisitions Incorporated Mm -hmm. uh, have got with the Hyper RPG guys. And are now doing a side weekly stream of Acquisitions Incorporated called The C-Team. I knew it existed. I haven't watched any of it yet. I haven't
3: but. seen it, but yeah, I did know about it.
4: Granted, it's not, it doesn't have art, the usual greats of Omnitron and Jim Dark Magic,
5: but, that's like, right. it,
4: okay, they're still, like, involved in certain ways, uh, but, it is, like, one of the players, Chris Straub, who's one of the people I find, like, internet humor-wise, one of my favorites, that's when she does all of the, the artwork and drawings and the animations for Acquisitions Incorporated. Um, it's, it's, it's not nearly as produced or as, like, entertaining as, say, a normal Acquisitions Incorporated, but yeah. it's kind of on the same vein of, say, not to say, please don't kill me not to say that uh, Critical Role is not entertaining, but it is a bit slower. It's not as mm-hmm. highly produced. Does, it, does that, I guess, that, I don't know if that makes sense, but... I, I understand what you're saying. I have caught a handful of episodes and is a fan of D&D... Uh, I would definitely recommend it to the two of you. Then, finally, my major recommendation, which I know none of you will take me up on it, but that's <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> because it's really freaking really expensive. Um, I have been playing an astronomical amount of *The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild*, mm. which is the latest Legend of Zelda game to come out for uh, the Nintendo systems, Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Wii U. I am playing on the Switch. Cause I, I got one, uh, picked one up, uh, for the birthday. And, uh, I have to say, like, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Yes! Ocarina my Tar- favorite. I've always been my favorite. Like, nothing's ever trumped Link to the Past. Hmm. Good game, Bob. I love that game. Is that the gold? <laughs> so, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, probably kicks the living pants off of it.
5: Hmm. Wow. This
4: game is so amazing. It's so it's like literally diving into an experience and exploration adventure. There's no more hand holding. There's no more "Navi, to go. Hey, look, listen. You just go and do your own thing. And it has just been oh, amazing. <laughs> so I know that many people aren't aren't really gamers as, as such as I am, but if you have like a love for the old. Zelda game, like the original Legend of Zelda was very open, open world, very open air as I thought, and being able to explore, this is very reminiscent of that, they've gone to their roots. And if you own a Switch or a Wii U, dear listeners, I, you need to drop this. To so <laughs> nice. Total side point, I don't want to break up the segment, but I have to say this because I totally forgot about it earlier. Were, we t- were you guys talking Flash very quickly while I was gone on the restroom No,
3: I, I haven't even watched Arrow this season, so
4: okay. we're not talking. This is not spoilers, but I will say this. For those of you who don't know, the ever-amazing Tom Felton, who played Draco yeah. Malfoy for movies, is a great Flash this year. Yes. Have you ever wanted an alternate universe fanfic? Where a good Draco Malfoy ends up with like a, her- a Hermione-like character,
2: Jen has.
4: <laughs> 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 Tell her more. But it's <laughs> some sort of pseudo some No, sort of, like, never. Live- oh, dear. Ladies and gentlemen, flashes your show this season. Oh my God! Flash. Network. In fact, today, today is the reveal of The Big Bad. I'm pretty super stoked about it. So I recommend The Flash.
5: Yeah, television I need series. to catch
4: up on Supergirl and The Flash again. I haven't watched them at all this season. I haven't watched it yet, but I have stayed current on Flash. I'm going to wait until it's on Netflix. Because the cool thing about this year with Netflix and the CW shows is that they have a deal where they immediately go on Netflix the week after the season finale.
5: That's cool.
4: So I recommend. If anyone to catch up on those, they can't do that. Anyway, okay, I'm done. My recommendation. Yeah,
0: did you
3: okay. have
0: recommendations? I don't have um, specific recommendations for anybody, but these are basically just the most recent things I've been looking at that some of you might find interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, the last actual physical book that I read that I'm well, still in the process of reading, because it's a um, quadrilogy or whatever, but uh, is the I have read through and have started the second of the Misthorn series by Brandon Sanderson, which I think you guys might find interesting. He, he always has... Um, he likes to go into details about how his magic system works. Like he comes up with very different systems of magic from one series of his to the next to the next. So, like this one, it's all based around metals and like, people... There's one group of people who can um, store like certain attributes in a piece of metal that they're wearing, and then if there's some reason that you particularly need to be strong for a bit, you can use up that that you've stored in your hmm. like, pewter or whatever it is, and and lift the thing. Um, <laughs> and um, they sort of have two different groups. In this world that use it very differently There's a group that uh, Actually like swallows solutions Of these metals and there's some Thing in their biology That lets them use them uh, And it gives you These attributes as you're burning them away Um, And that's They're just They get it from the metal whatever And they don't have to do any of the storage thing It just happens because of whatever metal They have in their system at the time and so they carry around, like, little vials of this is a thing of tin, this is a thing of pewter or whatever, and they have different effects. Like, um, if if you use, if you're using tin, all your senses are heightened, so you can see through fog really easily and you can, uh, you know, look far away and such, but you have to be aware that your sense of smell is also going to jack up and your hearing and everything so you don't like, shock yourself and... Uh, Mess up whatever you're trying to do um, And then the, the, These are the Mistborn Who can do that Or the Mistlings who can only use one particular kind of metal um, And that's where the title of the series comes from And then there's also As we discover in the first book There's this group that Used to exist and there's a few of them still around But a lot of them kind of got killed off In the wars years, Ages ago or whatever Who, uh, who do this storage thing And it's external to them. They don't, you know, they don't swallow the metal. They wear it. And uh, what they have to do, they can basically store anything in various different kinds of metals, but they have to spend a certain amount of time without whatever that thing is. So, like, if you want to store really keen eyesight so you can use it when you don't have a telescope or whatever, you spend um, a week or a few days or some hours with really poor eyesight and that sort of feeds into this this metal that you're wearing and then you can get it back again at a later time. Uh, or <laughs> things like that. But anyway, it's neat. It's got it's mostly around one character so far. She's kind of the point of view character, but we meet all sorts of other people as well. And it's that's the Mistborn series. I think it's Brendan Sanderson's first like major series that he did. So he's probably gotten better since, but I'm enjoying it. Um, the other things that I've been reading actually sooner is um, or more recently is that one of the shows I've been watching on Geek and Sundry is their new one called The Wednesday Club, which is where uh, Taliesin Jaffe and Amy Dallin, who's one of their hosts, also works in a comic book shop, and a guy called Matt Key who really likes comics and is on various other shows and things. Um talk about comic books and that's not something that i've ever really gotten into like i i don't know i've never read all the like famous comics and i i know most of the main characters from them from other media but i i don't like have a bunch of superman comics or whatever um but recent one of their recent episodes was sort of um just comics 101 how do you read a comic, how do you put a comic together, What is what are comics about, um, and their sort of recommendation for uh, one of the current comics that they find really enjoyable or one of the best comedy comics that's out there right now is The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. So I got the first volume of that out of the library because they put them out in... Um, graphic novel volumes now, and you can get everything from the library, so you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on comics. Um, and it's actually quite fun. That the idea is she she's this character, and it's a Marvel character, so the universe with Spider-Man and the X-Men and all those people. But um, she's she started out apparently back when they first were writing her, almost as a parody. Because it's like this girl who has all the powers of a squirrel. So, yay, she can, you know, climb trees really well and jump far and things like that. But somehow, just because she's, partly because she's so ridiculous and optimistic, she manages to beat up basically all the major villains in the Marvel Universe. Just, so, this is the...
5: Sorry.
2: (laughs) My cats are
0: like...
5: (laughs)
2: Attacking um, Ella's little toy uh, kitchen there, sir, and everything has a rattle in it.
0: But like the very first page, before uh,
2: just before you continue, I think Sue actually needs to take off for the evening. Her dinner is waiting, and her mom is waiting, so we just want to say good night oh, yes. to Sue. Yeah, sorry
3: guys. I said, "Oh, it'll be fine, Mom. We'll be done by six thirty. We can have dinner afterwards." And it's seven thirty, and I'm sure she's like, "Oh wow, where is she?" And I'm like, "No, it's Ryan's podcast. We'll be done in an hour. I swear."
5: Yeah. Sorry, everything's
3: coming
4: apart over no here. now. Now, now Chuck is Ryan, growling the cats now, or Are or... you kidding me, Sue? There's no way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I didn't know if we were going to have much to talk about, and sometimes we're like, oh, "It's an hour. We've got to be done." Surprise! So, we yeah. had a lot to talk about. So,
5: I'm gonna go, but you guys
3: carry on and I'll come back and get to the computer later.
4: <laughs> okay, okay, bye Sue. Wait, wait. Bye Sue. Bye. Yeah. Did he say wait, wait? Nope. nope. Go. All right. go, go. Okay, go, go. I'm now. gonna have hang dinner Sue. Post- bye.
3: Not cause any troubles. Bye.
4: bye. Bye. But as you were saying, Scott, Um. oh yes, this, this is,
0: this particular run of Squirrel Girl, because I guess she's been around for a while, but this one is just starting. So there's only three or four of the collected books, and um, they're sort of rebooting everything, and or at least uh, it's a good jumping on point for people. And um, their idea is like she's she's a very Aside from being particularly obsessed with squirrels and having these powers, she's a very ordinary person like she's a college student who's taking she's a computer science major and you know has to live with her roommate and all of these other things but then she also goes off and beats up Dr. Doom basically by accident <laughs> <laughs> because she think she thinks he's like um, she thinks he's some sort of robot because of the armor that he's wearing and uh, yeah all sorts of. Fun, wacky things happen Um, And uh, she's She's really good at Like Finding different resolutions to things So it's not actually her going off And beating things up very often Because she's just this really optimistic Human being So like the I guess I'll spoil the uh, The first volume for you One of the things that happens is she finds out That Galactus is coming to Eat the Earth and Nobody else knows because somehow he's he's shielded his star sphere that he comes in, but he forgot to shield it from the squirrels. So, so the squirrels mm. can tell that this is coming. <laughs> 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 what? Yeah. So, that is one of her powers: is she can speak to squirrels and has a pet squirrel. Um, wow. But um, she she wants she thinks she's going to okay. I'm the hero. I've got to do this. I've got to go off to the moon and beat him up. And then she's like there, and he's. 57 times her size And she tries You know Beating up his foot For a while And it does nothing And so eventually She just uh, Talks to him And convinces him That instead of Eating the earth He should go To this other planet That she knows about Where there's just A lot of nuts Everywhere Which is Still You know Great for the life energy And things that he needs But he's not going to be Killing a planet Full of people And so that's what they do (laughs) So this sounds, sounds like, like the, the most bizarre <laughs> comic ever. It's ridiculous. But it's
1: funny. <laughs> uh, I
0: think you might enjoy... That's funny.
1: At all, well, see. clearly he forgot to warn the squirrels. <laughs> I mean, he overlooked
0: <laughs> the squirrels. It's the
1: best one.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: So it, it doesn't take itself too seriously, which I enjoy. Because a lot of things are trying to be grimdark right now. And
5: this yeah.
4: It's definitely
0: not. <laughs> exactly
1: no
4: right. oh. Any yeah. other suggestions? On well, that it's like It's
1: so late. We should
2: probably I know. Him. Why are we still up? 10.30. Wow. It is late for you
4: guys. We it like like is late, late for us. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. well, if there's nothing else we need to talk about, maybe we should uh, go ahead and wrap up the show.
0: Okay. Seems reasonable, does okay. okay. it?
4: Was good to talk to you guys again. Yeah. 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 That's, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode. <laughs> this, week's. this week's episode <laughs> of <laughs> point of view weekly <laughs> guys thank you so much for joining us here we appreciate you guys downloading the episode and listening uh we will let you guys know it sounds like we're going to try to do this on a somewhat ish regular ish mm-hmm. basis ish
0: once a month. <laughs> we have said this before
4: thanks for it whether it happens or not we will try it's the it's the it's the thought that counts
5: right, yeah guys? That counts. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
4: exactly right. but guys we'll let you guys know Hopefully we'll try to get back to doing this live as well on Twitch.tv. Uh, we will let you guys know in the Pufwa group on Facebook. Well, that's going to do it. Thank you so much. Uh, from all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I've been Bob. I've been Brian. I've been Scott.
1: <laughs> I'm
2: Danielle.
4: Oh, my gosh. Scott went out of order. <laughs> the no, <laughs> uh, Thank you so and much. Sue was here, too. Sue, Sue was here earlier. <laughs> And Sue, and then poor Jen, who's locked out herself. I wonder if she ever got inside her house.
2: I think she did. Then her kid fell down, somehow. No. Yeah.
4: Oh, oh, oh. All right, guys. Have a great one.
2: Take See it easy. You next time. Bye. Bye,
5: everybody. Night.
4: Bye.